Welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. Welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Dave Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can start winning with life, money, and business. And we're in our series how to get more self care without guilt. And this is something that I don't know about you, but most people today, we talk about self care like it is something special. Well, no, you're special, but you deserve self-care every day. Not some days, every day. We're running from pillow to post, trying to make it happen, trying to serve and please everyone, be accepted by people who never accept you, and forgetting the one who will always love you. Our scripture is going to be coming from, we have, we have two. We're going to be, you know, it was like I'm looking about today. We're talking about happiness. And what does that mean anyway, right? Is it the comedy club? Is it, you know, watching uh, a movie or watching people fall on social media? You know, we have those kind of things. I don't know. But you get to decide. But I know one thing, God wants you to be happy. And so Psalms 37 and 4 and Romans 8 and 28 is where we're going to be coming from. But there's so many scriptures. I don't know. It seems like when I look up and I am doing research, I see more scriptures on happiness and money. And these are the things that we don't talk about as much pertaining to God. So let's go to the Lord and let him tell us what he meant about it. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad we're joyful here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, you are just so awesome. But why are we missing so much of your awesomeness here on the earth? Oh, I know we don't call upon our help. Holy Spirit, we need you. Have your way here at Power Start Your Day. Or you are the originator of it. And we have no power without you. We have no real joy, wealth, or even happiness without you. Show up today, mighty. More than you ever have because your people need clarity on the path to happiness, not Sundays. You can go out there and do great exploits in your name and have the right influence with positive impact. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 
All right. So good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good weekend. This is probably going to be one of those good go back and replay. Let's first go to Psalms 37 and 4. And it's very simple. The word says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So it's two things we have to do here is delight ourselves in the Lord, not in people, places, and things. If we want him to give us the desires of our heart, we typically are looking for delight or happiness to receive those things from people, places, things. Those are all outside. Romans 8 and 28 reads, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So everything, all things, the things that we're like, man, I cannot believe this happened, it's for your good together for the good, even the little traps or the little snares or anything that you can name that you consider undesirable, undesirable. These are things that make you less than happy or joyous. And the words I read before in Psalm 37, 4 said, If you want more things that you desire, you delight in the Lord. Then, when we go back to Romans 8 and 28, I want to you to hear this. I'm going to read it again. I want to read it a little slower at the end because I want you to find this mystery, unravel this mystery as I did. The happiness. Every day. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Now, loving God, he told us if we love him, just keep my commandments. So if you do what God tells you to do, you are now going to be walking in your purpose and you will find happiness and fulfillment when you're walking in your purpose. Do you know that showing up here for Power Start Your Day, not necessarily just specifically Power Start Your Day, but empowering people with what God's word says about them having everything that they want in life, as long as it aligns with God's word, it is like my purpose to do this. It's like this is not something that I have to be coerced to do. It's not something someone has to remind me to do. And if you were to see all the notes that I download, and I only give you a snippet every day that I download from God every day, just being able to be with him 
uh, of course, in prayer and meditation, but be with him as he's guiding my thoughts. And I am going to tell you something. You can find happiness there. I know right now maybe your career does not serve you in that purpose, but it could. And you could even start side hustles or even hobbies that will include every day you walking and working towards your purpose. This will stabilize your emotion. Let me tell you something. Emotional health is underrated and undervalued in this world today so, so that people are so medicated, whether through what we would say pharmaceutical or illegal meds, searching for emotional stability. Because we did not pay attention to self-care in the area of emotion. I could have talked about the psychological self-care with emotion, but they're not exactly one in the same. Now, your emotions can definitely direct how you think, and what you think can direct your emotions. But they play a different parts to your well-being. Now, when you start to think about, you know, of course, the mind, very complex, you know, so much so that I, I have a brother who has, and he was diagnosed at age 14. If I am going to be 48, he is 50. Oh, he'll be 50 coming up. And so if you think about that many years of this young man who I patterned after, he was an amazing athlete, an amazing um, soccer player. He could have probably been the next Mike Tyson. When I watched the Mike Tyson story and I started to think about my brother Mike, you know, and even some of that emotional distress that, you know, because I don't know about your family, but we're we're black, and minorities don't all the time talk about our emotional health. We think that if we just pray and we just um, we just believe God and you need more God in your life and whatever, and, and then we just think that our emotional state does not need specific care. Saw even when I was younger, he we, it was the same thing that affected both of us, but we 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 found different outlets. And I can tell you for me, it was the separation and divorce of my mom and dad. Now, there are certain things that would happen in your life that could rock your emotional world. And sometimes it happens so young, you don't even remember what it is or when that turning point was, unless you literally go back and you kind of go check it out. And then now when that emotional uh surge happens and it's not dealt with over time, it can take root and create other things now that you are in a, a young adult and then an adult. And see, with, again, our, you know, culture, especially the Jamaican side of the culture, we have, um, you know, not that all of them are aggressive, but, you know, even from the history of gaining their independence from, um, from London and um, 
you know, from when you begin to think about, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a culture built in strength, and so are we as as blacks, as minorities, and even, of course, most cultures will go back to where they pulled their strength from. And but I am just sharing what I know about me being the Caribbean. What I saw, I literally saw. Like when my dad, he could have been a Mike Tyson. I mean, he was one that, you know, now he is very, very rooted in the Lord. He could um, basically be a missionary or disciple now. But when he was younger, I mean, you did not want to play with him. The emotions that were um, displayed and he would knock you out like it didn't take much. And so... When I go back and I think about the emotional self and where I started having the outlets, right? I was um, in school, eldest girl, and so we had a lot of responsibilities because now my mom's a single mom, and so I had to learn how to cook, learn how to do things earlier. But I want to go back to the emotions on where I was able to channel those emotions into double dutch and organized sports. I was able to channel those emotions into my schoolwork. I really delved deep into my schoolwork. And so as an adult, we would now try to bury our emotions in work right, trying to avoid how we really are feeling about certain things in our life. And I want you to know that stress and strife is a silent killer. For my brother, my dad not being around, it affected him a lot. And I think that this is something that we don't even talk about, even with um, the emotional positioning and health even of males that we may be raising or the males that we're around. And then now our emotional health, especially as women, many a times we are uh, suppressing it to make everyone else happy or to stay out of people's way or to not upset people. And I want you to know that that's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. Anything that goes undealt with for a long period of time eventually starts dealing with you. So how do we go to the place of we deserve happiness every day, joy and peace every day? The first stop is to check in on how you really feel. See, I'm that girl that because of those things that I went through, where I had where anger going through, um, you know, school or what have you, I was like a student, but they were like she would be what they would consider 38 hot and didn't take me no time because I would literally – didn't take much time for me to go knock your head off either as a kid, right? That's what we, how we dealt with stuff. We mad, we start swinging. That's unhealthy. That's unhealthy to where you're not able to stabilize your emotions and know how to use negative emotions for your good because the word says that all things work for the good. And later on, I did find out that my dad not being with us was for our good in that season. And now we're all together again. And God knew that, but it was all for our good. It wasn't easy, but it was for our good. And I'm not talking about you now seeking happiness every day 
for self-care without guilt with fake smiles and whatever because, you know, we're taught how to do this now, especially with the selfie game only, and we are once we got to be happy, but we know that there are um, people that are experiencing abuse, they're experiencing um, you know, long, long bouts of not feeling appreciated, and so they stop appreciating themselves. And I want you to start imagining the ability to say, you know what, every single day I got to check in and I got to stabilize my emotions, and then you can move into intelligence when you start to handle the things that you think are not adverse and different. Start to master yourself because most people are looking for happiness by trying to master other people, trying to control how other people respond or treat you, and that is a losing battle. You can control how you treat yourself and how you respond to yourself. I want you to start intentionally emotions. When you're able to flip a switch and tap into positive emotions, no matter what's happening, you get a breakdown, you hear some news that was like, oh, a punch in the gut, say, I'm glad I know that. At least I don't have to be in the dark any longer about that person, about that situation, about whatever. There's always a good part to it. And I need you to start searching for that every day. And so you can do these three things. So you'll have the ability to form good relationships. Most people, their emotional instability is why they can't have long-term relationships. Even in business. I see people self-sabotage. They will have good people in their life, and they do things just to run those people away or to create separation or division. It all goes to your emotional stability. And so you're able to cope with uncertainty. Typically when people go off, on the deep end is because it was something that happened that they weren't expecting. So what if you start expecting that some point in time, I'm not talking about hoping things go wrong. What if you expected things go wrong? So you're always focusing on what needs to be right with you. You can do these three things. This is what I've done so that you can be able to do wonders with fear and anger and disgust and sadness and rage and loneliness and melancholiness, whatever you're not happy, annoyance. You can turn that around for your good every day by doing these three things, these two things. Number one, think about good things every day. The word told us that. Told us to do that. Think on things that are pure and noble, whatever. You, you need to set time up for that every day. It don't take a lot of time, family. We're talking about even a 10-minute bout with just calling out good things, grateful for things, 
you, you talk about you can do that in five minutes, but you got to do it every day because read this so you can do more good things. For you to know about doing good things, doing good things, you'd be either working in or moving towards your purpose. That's how I found my purpose through doing good. Doing good things to poor people every day and making sure that I'm participating in doing less than things to people. I walk away. And then hang with good people. When we start talking about self-care in your environment, the people you're around creates the environment because the people you're around create conversations, and the conversations will create the thoughts and emotions. Unseen things that are way more powerful. So it's not like you can measure your thought or emotion. And the fact that it's immeasurable means it can go all the way to the far right or left if you're not intentional. No, you're not going to be happy all day long. There are going to be things that are going to tap into your emotions. God gave us these emotions, so why would we now suppress them or what have you? But turn the thing that makes you angry into something you're ambitious about. That's what I did. Turn something that used to make you sad into something, your story that can make someone else happy because you've come out of it. You didn't, you refuse to just accept it. People trying to annoy you, trying to pull at your happiness, brush your shoulders off. There are millions of people on this planet, billions on the planet. Can't you find a few good people? See, we're so attached to these things on the outside when we need to reattach to the God on the inside. Take your moment every day. List some things that make you happy and put those on the calendar every day, whether it's something as small as when I wake up and I grab a mug and I have mugs that say all sorts of things and I grab the mug of what I want to experience right now and I pour my coffee in it and I may read that mug and read and drink my coffee. Like right now, I'm going to post later on my happiness mug. I'm enjoying the moment. I'm appreciating. I hear birds outside my office. Little Red Robin that always come visit me on a regular. I don't know what he's talking to me about. But it sounds good. What can you intentionally do every day to make you happy? Then I can go out there and get on my game as I'm finishing up my money mansion course and Closing up and wrapping up the 
stuff on the book and taking care of some things for mom and connecting with some good people and able to work from home through these things I share with you today. How much longer are you going to keep tolerating things that don't make you happy and let that take up more of your day than intentionally putting things that can make you happy in your day? Let's do this together, fam. Self-care is a must. So make it happen. God bless you.